On this episode of Too Many Books, we look back at the books of 2019 and forward to the books of 2020. Stay tuned. Too Many Books podcast, the show where we look at the books that are on your desk and tell you which ones to move to the top, the bottom, or get rid of altogether. I'm one of your hosts, Jack, joined by my co-host, the other Jack. No, you're Jack, the other you Jack. Doing? Oh, okay. So so <laughs> I'm the other, you're the first. I'm Jack, we, you're the other Jack. You know, we had that... We had that uh, nomenclature set up for us, for mm-hmm. your family, mm-hmm. and they've abandoned it. They have. 1.0, 2.0. It was so... This question came up. You were not in the room over Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So what should... Uh, it was It was uh, Joe's kid, Harrison. Harrison, yeah. Thank you. Good grief. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Uh, <laughs> but they were, they were talking about, what do we call you? Because you can't be Uncle Jack because there's two. Oh. I'm like, no, we've already, when we first became friends all these mm-hmm. years ago, we established this. They don't want to use it. So I think I'm, uh, I think I'm Uncle Dodgen or Uncle, Uncle Jay, I think is what they wanted to go with. Lame. I don't know. Anyway, to get back to your question, I, the Jack, am, am doing good. How are you? The Jack. The Jack. <laughs> Do I get A? I'm just A, a Jack. A Jack. <laughs> and Jack. And Jack. Well, good. Good. We're getting ready for holidays. We've got our, I mean, I'll be seeing you in the flesh soon. Uh-huh. Got all sorts of Tennessee to Florida and blazing past every place in between. Hopefully. Exactly. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully nobody's car dies halfway there. Yeah. And we end up with great weather in, in Florida. We'll see. Yeah. Year-end traditions. Year-end traditions. Like, this will hopefully become. Because we want to look back at the the books that we enjoyed this past year. I think we wrote a couple articles last year. I think individually we put out stuff we enjoyed reading and what Mm -hmm. we were looking forward to. But uh, we just wanted to talk this year about some of those books. Uh, A few of the the many books that we, we read. Some of the ones that stood out to us. And then what we're thinking about reading next year, whether we review it or not. Maybe if uh, maybe if we mention it here and you say, "Hey, you better review that one," uh, then probably be sure to do that. So mm-hmm. we don't really have this formally set up. Yeah, we don't have a format like usual. Yeah, it's weird. You want to start talking about some of the books you like? You want me to go? You're the Jack, so I suppose you're supposed to <laughs> take the lead. Sure. Uh, so looking back at this year, uh, I I pulled out four that. Uh, were my favorite that were uh, highly influential. Obviously, we just recently did the episode on the holiness of God. I gave it a nine rating. Um, just a fantastic book. Like I said, I think every Christian really should uh, read that one at some point. Um, just the way it frames God. It, it's we we talk about it. We know God's holy, but what that really means, what the the practical implications of that are. Um, very good book. I think it was around 200 pages, so not too heady, not too long. Um, just a, a very valuable read. Um, 
And so that was that's one I would say. Uh, our first 10.0 on the podcast was Absolute Surrender by Andrew Murray. Yeah. Um, since I read that book, I've read some pushback against him, you know, kind of saying that obedience and, and effort and striving aren't important. I didn't get that from his book. Uh, I just re- I really took away that the essence of the Christian life is abandoning ourselves, abandoning our efforts and letting God work with us and through us and, and mold us. And, you know, it's by, by prayer and by drawing close to God that he turns us into something we couldn't ever do on our own. It's good um, to have the reminder that there are people more nitpicky than we are sometimes. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, uh, to be fair, he's got a lot more work out there. Maybe he says more radical things, but in that particular book, Absolute Surrender, uh, Andrew Murray just made points that I think we need to hear, that, you know, humility and and brokenness are key to the Christian life. I mean, you look at the, the Beatitudes, it starts off with poor in spirit for a reason. You know, that God mm-hmm. won't work with us until we abandon our self-righteousness and we abandon, you know, our efforts where Jesus says, come unto me and I will give you rest and all of those kind of things. And so his book really carried that out well. And so there's those two. Um, I, I read a couple of books by Watchman Nee, uh, the Chinese uh, Christian oh, yeah. author. I uh, really enjoyed those, Spiritual Knowledge, Sit, Walk, Stand, but I won't really go into those. A, a real short read, uh, it's very cheap on Kindle. But uh, another one, the kind of like holiness of God gets your mind in the right place, was called Before You Open Your Bible, Nine Heart Postures for Approaching God's Word by Matt Smethurst. Um, Before You Open Your Bible, it's called. Mm. Very brief chapters that break down, you know, read your Bible thankfully, read your Bible obediently, read your Bible, you know, and, and just your mind and your heart getting it in the right place before you open the Word. Uh Short, simple. Um, I know I said I was going to have four. I've mentioned three already. No, five already with the Watchman. So anyway, uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Uh, we, we didn't review that last one. Um, no, no, that was one that didn't make the pod. Yeah, but that's. I mean, so that that might be one if you're interested. It sounds like you you recommend that. It sounds like it's. Uh, it sounds like it's pretty accessible as a book and would be just a good one to kind of. Uh, maybe sit on your, your shelf and go, I need a reminder of how I'm supposed to, to do these things and just mm-hmm. glance at it every now and again. Yeah, and like I said, it's it's $5 paperback, $3 on Kindle. Uh, you really can't beat that. Uh, it, it's a short, quick read. Uh, one of the things I like to do when I'm trying to hit my, my yearly goal for books <laughs> is stack some short ones at the start of the year to get rolling. You know, you get one, goal. two, three. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, I have to do that again. But... Um, you know, just knock out some that you can read in an hour or two, and that was one mm-hmm. of those. And uh, so, a good one. Uh, two more. One was um, uh, Drew Dick, Your Future Self Will Thank You, Secrets to Self-Control from the Bible and Brain Science. Very good book, very useful book. Um, one that, you know, it's not going to change your life overnight. However, it will kind of help you on the path toward getting some things together if that's something you struggle with like me. And then finally, uh, I think I did this one on the podcast, The Imperfect Disciple by Jared Wilson, Jared C. Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, just a book that helps you understand grace, helps you understand not putting it all on your own shoulders, helps you understand you know, God's love and forgiveness and all those things. And so um, I think people who grew up under legalism, people who grew up under... 
uh, a Christianity where the, the expectations were very heavy on them, um, people who grew up in just kind of a works-based righteousness, which unfortunately, I think a lot of us in the churches of Christ do, uh, just because of a misunderstanding that, that's kind of common, it's very useful to take that weight off your shoulders. So, imperfect disciple, your future self will thank you about self-control. Um, before you open your Bible, holiness of God, absolute surrender. So there's my five for the year. Okay, there you go. You uh, you gave us nine out of five or something like that. You're like the Star Wars uh, series. You didn't know when. That's to, right. When the number <laughs> numbers are all oh. <laughs> well, by the time this podcast hits, we're gonna know how true that is. <laughs> yeah, and I, okay. man, I hope it's not. But anyway, uh, I have three. Uh, just like Star Wars, probably the the three perfect uh, movies. Where they <laughs> there you go. Uh, Evil and the Justice of God by N.T. Wright. Uh, all three of these were ones that uh, that I reviewed. Unlike V. Jack, I don't <laughs> I don't read as much uh, as he does. So uh, most of my my books end up being reviews because that's probably the only book I was able to read that month. <laughs> uh, but Evil and the Justice of God, I think, did a great job of handling that. I mean, I picked it up because of the, the evil, pain, and suffering question uh, that troubles a lot of people, and I wanted to see uh, him being a, a renowned scholar, somebody that people know very well, and somebody whose name at this point I had just heard a lot of but hadn't really gotten to know him myself uh, through reading. picked this up, and it, uh, it was a good introduction to him and a good, I, th I think it handled that question extremely well and I'll definitely be going back to it when I address those those questions in the future so even the justice of God by NT Wright the other two uh, were books on not teaching and preaching per se one of them specifically on preaching but the other one is a lot more open-ended uh, the art of storytelling by John Walsh that was I remember in the review just being so so high on the fact that at the end of every chapter, it took you another step into how you tell a story. Uh, and he, he's a, a, a Christian storyteller. And so he talks about this being very helpful, not just in like a public speaking sort of way, but helpful for preaching with your illustrations or in a Bible class setting, trying to get the attention of kids and get your, get your message across in a way that they'll remember uh, even addressing stuff like, you know, they're not sitting down and listening to you reading off the thing. That's okay. You know, let them do this, and here's how you can channel that into your story and make it useful. So if you teach any classes whatsoever uh, or do any kind of speaking where some sort of illustration would be involved, I think that's a book that you definitely want to have. Very practical. Loved in, Loved reading it. Very fun story. Uh, as he goes through the art of storytelling. And then uh, book number three, Preaching for the Rest of Us, Essentials for Text-Driven Preaching. This is by Robbie Gallaty and Stephen Smith, uh, both guys who had written quite a bit on preaching and discipleship in the past. Uh, and it, I just, I mean, it was, it was so good <laughs> at holding up. Here's how important the word is, and here's how you lay that out for other people so they can be excited about it and get to the heart of what God is is saying about all that. It just, as far as preaching books go, I've read a lot of them. 
over the last uh, 10 years or so, and this is this is one of my favorites by far. Those are my three books. There you I go. didn't read There's... too many outside of that. <laughs> There's eight or more like 10 or 12 if you count in the uh, ones I mentioned in passing for uh, starting a list for the next year. Yeah, there you go. So if you didn't pick them up already, uh, we reviewed most of the ones that we mentioned. So uh, go back through, listen to the reviews and what we thought more specifically about them and pick them up. A lot of them are, are pretty cheap, I think, uh, on the whole, and you can always find those those used books. That was 2019. Looking ahead to 2020, what are some of the books that you have on your radar, maybe in your possession already, that you're excited to get started on? Uh, there's one. I want to make sure I get the guy's name right. I've uh, got it sitting here. But uh, The Unsaved Christian, Reaching Cultural Christianity with the Gospel by Dean and Sarah. Uh, just mm. that title itself, The Unsaved Christian, kind of jumps off the, the page one. at you. Um, and honestly, especially those of us in the you know what's considered the Bible Belt, you know exactly what he's talking about. You know, people who yeah. are Christian because their family was Christian kind of by default, but don't have any doctrinal grounding, don't have any, you know, uh, you know, personal walk with God. They don't, you know, have a, a desire to serve and grow and those kind of things. And you just see it. And, and you see, you know, churches struggle with that where people just get so possessive of the church because it belongs to these people. And, you know, trying to push them to do more or grow or whatever is something they're not interested in. And so, you know, when you see that title, it, it really jumps off uh, the page, like I said. And so, um, you know, uh, uh, getting beyond the box checking, getting beyond uh, the, the cultural Christianity and, uh, you know, helping people see, no, there's more to this that, that you need and that you need to engage with uh, is intriguing. And so that, that book certainly is one for me. Uh, you want to go every other with this or how do you want to do? Sure, let's do that. All right. All right, one of the ones that I'm looking ahead uh, to reading is uh, The Myth of a Christian Nation. Ah, similar. How the Quest for Political Power is Destroying the Church. I don't know how old this book is. I think it's new-ish. Uh, but uh, I'm a, a lot of the books that you'll hear me talk about are books that want to run back to the past a little bit and see historically maybe how things have become what they are. Uh, and I'm kind of on that that trend this next year of I want to look back a little further than I have in the past and understand a little bit better how we got to where we are. Uh, and a book, you know, on the two topics you're not supposed to talk about, religion and politics. I mm. figured, hey, that'd be a great one to, to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Get, get those knocked out of the way. So I, I'm looking forward to that, just to seeing... You know, the idea of the, the Christian nation that's come up, we are, we aren't, we were, we aren't now. Uh, just seeing what what he says about all of that and, and what all that really means and whether it matters or not. So, mm -hmm. All right. Um, you know, as we've talked about throughout this year, I'm really trying to get to some that are considered classics, whether the book is a classic, the mm -hmm. author is kind of considered a, an influential one. A uh, name I hear a lot, but I've never actually read, uh, John Stott. Uh, and so I've got two of his on my oh, list, yeah, Cross, yeah. Cross of Christ and The Radical Disciple. Uh, and so he's you know somebody who's considered to be very deep, very thought-provoking. Uh, and so just a uh, couple of his books I'm going to put on the list. 
because kind of like with the holiness of God by Sproul that I mentioned, they, they, they wrote books that are on foundational principles that we need to get right. And, you know, while I'm going to disagree with Stott and with Sproul and others on certain uh, different points, overall, you know, just getting to the ideas that they have and seeing how they've fleshed it out and really uh, as uh, how they've influenced, you know, the greater Christendom populace over the years uh, is, is something that's interesting to me. Very good. I am, uh, mine's, mine's not so much a, uh, a classic, but he's a writer that's rather well known here on this next one. It's, uh, Andy Stanley, uh-huh. not always well known in a good way, uh, <laughs> but in kind of keeping with this theme of backing up, uh, Irresistible is, uh, his book, uh, it starts out with once upon a time there existed a version of our faith that was irresistible so he wants to to look back at why was christianity so explosive uh, and something that people wanted to be a part of and how has that changed to now uh, to be kind of what you mentioned a little bit ago this you know the unsaved christian sort of thing the bible Mm -hmm. belt sort of thing what happened and how do we get back to that so i'm interested to to hear what he has to say uh, and I'm sure that'll be another good conversation. I have I have other books that are going to be hopefully less controversial in nature as we talk about them, but mm-hmm. my first two are not. Just start off with a bang this next year. <laughs> right. So I've got one that I'm actually currently reading, but kind of slow because lots of other projects, Irons in the Fire. Sure. Um, but it, it will be my first review of the next year. Uh, is called Paul, the Spirit, and the People of God by Gordon D. Fee. Mm. Uh, Apparently, what he did was he wrote a 900-page treatment of Paul and the Holy Spirit, Paul's theology of the Holy Spirit, and I don't have time for a 900-page book. As fascinating as that idea is, it's not going to happen. And so he boiled it down into this 200-page book. Uh, And so I'm, I'm a few chapters into it. It's very, very good, very needed uh very in fact it's interesting he came from a pentecostal uh, pentecostal background he talks about that of being raised in that oh interesting but he's not as as far as i've gotten in the book and you know once you get the review you'll you'll get the full picture but he's not really emphasizing the charismatic stuff the the gifts the speaking in tongues in fact i'm not sure that he still believed that at the time he wrote uh that's still yet to be seen but the the parts that he's covered are things that I think we agree with, things that are important and necessary for us to understand about the Spirit. And so, um, like I said, I'll, I'll have a full review of that later, but it's one so far that I think is quite interesting, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to the end of it and uh, kind of getting the full picture. Cool. I am, on my next one here, uh, a book called Reading the Apostolic Fathers, an introduction. Uh-huh. supposed to be a... Uh, supposed to be kind of a, a summary of many of those apostolic fathers and kind of what they think, what they wrote about. And uh, I, I asked a question about this in our, our, our Too Many Books group, I believe, actually, and uh, was kind of looking for, hey, where's this material? And somebody posted this and several other books, and then somebody else commented, hey, dummy, it's free domain. It's here. on <laughs> You just go to this <laughs> website. It's all here. Nice. Cool. So uh, I'm going to use this hopefully as a guide to say, okay, I want to start with, with this person. 
Um, but again, another one of those understanding those closest to the church, but outside of uh, Bible time or around that time, you know, uh, and mm-hmm. just understanding again how things changed and how we got to to where we are now from from where we began. So very uh, very historical for me this upcoming year. Going back hey, to the beginning. that's good stuff, though. I'm going to be so smart right. after this next year. So. <laughs> nice. Do you have another one you're looking forward to? You know, uh, I do. But, uh, some of my books are still packed away from moving a couple months ago, and so uh, I know off the top of my head I'm going to, uh, as my devotional book, going to work through Tim Keller's book on the Psalms. Uh, and so... Uh, I've got that one. My wife and I are working, or we need to get to. We've read a chapter or two of Paul David Tripp's book on parenting. I, have you read that one? I, no, I, I got that one for this upcoming year as well. Okay, so, so yeah, it. I, I like what I've read so far, uh, and so an interesting book. Uh, and so that's a, a couple on my radar. I'm going to go back and do some rereads. Um, Francis Chan, Crazy Love, I think we've talked about on a previous show. Mm-hmm. Um, I always read a C.S. Lewis book every year, A, because he's interesting. He's, he has his reputation for a reason, but B, he helps my writing, just his thought processes and all of that. And so I've got to decide which one, but, um, uh, I mean, there's just, there's plenty to choose from probably the Pilgrim's Regress. Uh, and so those are three more I'll tack on, but I don't have a whole lot to say about them because I don't have them sitting here in front of me. Sure. I finally read Mere Christianity and that was my first outside of the first Narnia book when I was younger, but, uh, the first of his that I've read, I think I'm going to do the uh, Grief Observed Problem of Pain duo oh, man. Yeah. Uh, this year, or maybe Screw Tape Letters. I don't know which one I should get to first, but... Man, it, you can't go wrong with them. Screw Tape Letters, I think, is is one of my favorites, um, but the other two, man, they, they hit hard, especially a Grief Observed, but yeah, I uh, can't go wrong. I do have one more that I won't review unless just the internet breaks or something. It's, <laughs> uh, it's the it's kind of uh, the new N.T. Wright book, but it's not really his book. It's more his stuff put together by a guy named Michael Bird, and then he reviewed the manuscripts. But it is it is a very thick book. Like this is a reference book, the New Testament in its world. Um, uh, another history one. Yes, and I'm interested to see what he has to say. I have his book on Paul, and I haven't read it at all. I know that that was kind of his. That's really his wheelhouse thing. This new yes. heavens, new earth stuff is just. I don't. That's the attention grabber. Yes, but. and that's the one that everybody asks him to talk about. But Paul is really where he's done a lot of his work, and he's. I mean, he's a New Testament historian. That's his thing. Yeah, the new perspective on Paul. That'd be worth spending some time on in an episode, but that that's a little ways it's off. It's a long book, too. But it I'll is. read it. I have it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we can talk about it. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that and, and using it you know, referentially throughout the year and kind of going back to it and mixed with all the Apostolic Fathers stuff and uh, uh, the Andy, Andy Stanley taking it back to looking at the New Testament church and why that faith was so irresistible i think it'll be a good kind of helpful guide kind of uh the historical anchor to the the other stuff that i'll be looking at uh, this Mm -hmm. next year so uh, those are those are the books we're looking forward to uh, this next year along with that we plan on reviewing some uh 
some books by uh, Church Christ authors. We have a few sitting here. Uh, Trials by Chase Turner. Oh, I'm hoping for interviews. Uh, yes. We've, we've got yes. a few of these lined up uh, eventually. Yeah, I should have said interview. Uh, we we want to have them on the show to talk about their book. Uh, I think we've only done the one so far, right, with Wes McAdams? Yep. We did the okay, one with so. Wes this past year. We want to do that a little more often. I don't know if that will replace one of our normal episodes or if those will kind of be little bonuses for us. That's something we can figure out mm-hmm. afterwards. But uh, I think those are good things. We want to highlight those books uh, from those authors. Chase Turner and his book Trials, A Journey from Anxiety to Peace is one of those. We'd love to get him on to talk about, and we, we've talked to some of these people, uh, to talk about that book of dealing with anxiety especially as a Christian, a lot of, there's a lot of mm-hmm. misunderstanding about that, you know, just pray mm-hmm. more. Well, it's, it's a little more complicated than that. So, uh, I'm glad that he has written on this subject and, uh, I'd love to get his thoughts on that a little more. Uh, we have disconnected by Jeremy Roberts as well, you know, put the phone down and walk away, get off the internet <laughs> and, uh, why it's so important to reconnect with the people uh, that are around you. So we're looking forward to that one as well. Uh, and then we have, several others uh but one of them might be a book by our own the jack <laughs> if he gets Hopefully. it done <laughs> yeah uh we're looking at having proofs done by early january uh cover art will be soon and so i'd love I, uh, originally the plan was to have it out this month uh here in december before the end of the year but you know when you move when you have multiple trips out of town well yeah three of them in the last two months and you know Life happens, but uh, the book is nearing completion. It's in uh, the production phase. It's, it's kind of starting, and so uh, hopefully by February 1st, and uh, we'll get to talk about it a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. It might be might be our lowest book ever. <laughs> 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 uh, it's called Church Reset, uh, and if you want to follow uh, the, the progress and be notified when it comes out. I've got a Facebook page for it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm posting quotes, thoughts from it. Facebook.com slash church reset. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, we'll, we'll finally have the, the one or zero. Uh, <laughs> we'll let Bob Goff off the hook. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Obligatory Bob Goff mission. Uh, yeah, join the, the church reset. Go like the church reset page uh, and you'll see some quotes from the book and uh, the other goodies as it's getting ready to get released. Uh, also, certainly be some giveaways and all that. So. Ooh, giveaways. Do I get a free Indeed. book because I'm your co-host? <sighs> we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll talk see. about that off the air. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go join the Too Many Books Facebook page as or Facebook group as well, mm-hmm. uh, and we can talk about all these these books here, especially what books you enjoyed reading this past year and what books you're looking forward to uh, in 2020. We'd love to hear about those things and. Uh, push us harder if some of these books that we mentioned, you know, maybe we'll read but won't review. Uh, push us on it if you really want to review uh, to see what mm-hmm. that looks like and get our opinions on those things. That's all we've got. Merry Christmas, yeah, everybody. And Absolutely. Happy New Year and enjoy all of the book. I hope you open many books and have a desk that's just covered of stuff that needs our guidance from so you can know which ones to get which ones to return to the store so you can get a different book instead exactly well and if if you're in the group uh you get a a christmas hall of books which i think all of us in ministry that's 
Uh, that's pretty much what we ask for for Christmas. Post your picture of your stack. Show us what you got. I think we're going to, uh, you know, do that. Share, you know, what we're liking in the new year. Share quotes and all that. And so it's a really good place to, you know, spur each other on to reading and find out good things and, and have some good thoughts brought up. And so, you know, uh, make sure you tell us what you got. Yeah, we love books. And if you're listening to this, you probably do too. So let's talk about our, our shared love of those books together. Happy reading. Happy holidays. We'll see you next time.